right, welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor and the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're now on Red Circle as well as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and the Five Reasons YouTube channel, Spotify as well. If you're on the Five Reasons YouTube channel, make sure you hit like and subscribe. Also check out fivereasonsports.com. We do not have a paywall. And check out the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. We always mention our fantasy and betting partners. For fantasy, go to prizepicks.com. Use the code 5 FIVE. Play NBA, NHL, MLB, MMA, MLS. It's all there at Prize Picks. Go to use the code 5 FIVE. Just go up or down on various props. You can play two, three, four, five, six players together. You can combine different sports. Go to Prize Picks. Use the code 5 FIVE. And also, Better Edge. Go to betteredge.com at betteredge.com. Use the code 5RSN. There it is, betteredge.com. Use the code 5RSN. You get $20 to play when you use that code. This is peer-to-peer legal sports betting. Legal with an L, not with an I. Legal. And you can do this against your friends there or others that are on the product. And, again, because you're betting against others there, you can find the line you want, and it is legal because you're not betting against the book. So go to betteredge.com. Use the code 5RSN. And also, prize picks. Use the code 5 F-I-V-E at prizepicks.com, Google Play Store, or the Apple App Store. All right, let's get to it. Oh, well, that's not yet. And now today's episode. Down to Biscay. Yikes. Uh, five on the floor. Ride for my dogs. Where is the thing? You can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, ran bubble frogs. Just like Buck said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing. Got an all band. Y'all seen the block. Stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust. It's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome back to Five on the Floor. Here's today's floor plan. I'm Ethan Skolnick. You can follow me at Ethan J. Skolnick at Five Reasons Sports. We have Greg Sylvander. You can follow me at Greg Sylvander, Alex Toledo. Follow me at Tropical Blanket. Brady will be back over the weekend. We'll have coverage of the Mavericks at the Heat, two struggling teams right now. Of course, I wouldn't say the Heat are chasing a playoff spot right now. They're, they're kind of, I don't know, stepping backwards and hoping somebody falls back over them. Uh, that's pretty much where we're at right now. We did sort of a venting episode. Make sure you check that out. Uh, for those of us who are, those of you who are still listening to us, we do still want to do some basketball stuff, some things that are on the floor because there are games left. Like I know there are some on Twitter who don't want us to talk about any of this. They've totally thrown in the towel on all of this. And all they care about is, can we get one ping pong ball to go get Wemby in the draft or scoot. That's kind of where we're at right now. Uh, Five games left. I think it's a little bit late for the heat to pivot to tanking. Uh, Sort of feels like they're all in on trying to make the playoffs right now, at least organizationally, even if it doesn't seem like it with the product we've been seeing on the floor, three straight losses, losses to the nets, Toronto and the Knicks uh, with the playoffs at stake. But we are going to talk about some rotation stuff and kind of what can be done in desperation mode right now by Eric Spolster to get this team going. And so Alex, I'm going to go to you first on this. Um, there's one thing that has to happen. Kevin Love has to come out of the starting lineup. I, I saw the, the – what was it? Uh, Simon, our guy Simon Sperling, Simon Smith, he goes by both on Twitter. I'm not sure which is – we've had him on the podcast before. He went on and found a stat that on open threes with the Heat, Kevin Love is what, 3 of 23? Is that correct? Something along those lines? Something like 12%, 13%. Um We've talked about how the defense – you talked about this a lot on the episode we did last week, how the defense system has totally changed to accommodate Kevin Love. They've gotten less aggressive. They have to cover him in the starting line. Greg found it's 4 of 33. 4 of 33. 4 of 33. 12%. 
12%. There are independent candidates who have a better shot at being elected president in the fall uh, than Kevin Love does of making a three. So uh, to me, that has to change now. Like I And, and my suggestion is pl- start Highsmith because I think you do want to keep Caleb in his current role. And at least with Highsmith, you know what you're getting, okay? He can make an open three. He has. Uh, he's had some games where he's made more than one. But he's going to defend his ass off. Bam seems to play better next to that style of player. He's a little bit more of a P.J. Tucker-like player. The very first thing I would do is insert Highsmith for love and pull love from the rotation. Am I wrong? That's a really interesting one. I thought you were just going to say throw Caleb back in the starting lineup, which is probably where, I'm, where I would go and what I said the other night. You know, before this losing streak, um, I think, you know, it's just not working out. Like you're not getting the results you wanted and you could kind of um, try to stay steady and hope that, the you know, Love's threes are just going to fall in, which I understand why you could think that. Like, you know, I, I think he is a better shooter than what he's shown. And even last night, you know, not that there was very many good things. There was a couple of times early on where he actually tried to do something off the catch and use his physicality on a smaller guy inside. And we were all like reacting on playback, by the way, playback.tv slash five on the floor. Check us out there for like every game at this point and future NBA content. Once the heater eliminated, um, <laughs> they're winning the I, title, Alex. Yeah, so of course. Of course. That's what we have to say. But no, I, I think like besides that, like he's just not giving you the offensive output you wanted. He's not shooting well. Um, the team as a result, like even if there's been some incremental offensive improvement, it's not very much at all. Like and and Wes Goldberg tweeted today the updated stats of where they're at post All Star break. Um, I, I, I believe I don't have it in front of me. I believe it was 26 um, in defensive rating, 22nd offensive rating, 25th in net rating since the All Star break. So yeah, it's not working on either side. It's not all on Kevin Love. We've talked about we talked about it plenty. How the team overall is not doing what they're supposed to. The lack of effort, the lack of execution on both ends, just being you know sloppy play, lethargic play overall. All of that has contributed to this. So, yes, like taking Kevin Love out of the lineup, the starting lineup is not going to fix everything. But, like, you still have to do what you can do for whatever is left of the season, even if it's not much. Like, we saw that with Caleb starting, it just worked a lot better than what they're doing right now. And so I would go back to Caleb as a starter, even though I kind of like the Highsmith idea, kind of, you know, what you said, to keep Caleb back on the bench. I think he's a little bit more efficient. Um, a little bit more optimized coming off the bench as an energy wing, energy four, whatever you want to call him. But I think I just bring Highsmith off the bench, get Caleb back in the starting lineup, just because I already feel so good about that fit with the starters. And I think going into the playoffs, you got to go with your best guys. And instead of love out there, and this is where I'm going to go. Not only am I saying uh, get Kevin Love out of the, the the starting lineup, I might say get him out of the rotation altogether. I'm not there all the way, but if you're going to – for a guy like Duncan or just to get Max for a minute, something like that, like for another quote unquote one way player who you might trust a little bit more on defense, incredibly enough. And a guy like Duncan, um, Duncan might just give you better shooting. And honestly, mm-hmm. I would probably bet he's going to give you better shooting. Like you, he's going right. to also help the ball movement. Like we, we already know that teams are still going to panic and send a second guy. And maybe that can help juice the offense a little bit. That's not going to save anything. Right. But like I said, on, on last night's show, they should not be above that. Like, the guy is going to help you out with movement. We know some of the comfy sets that they like to run with it. And I think you could do some stuff with that. So I, I say throw in, um, throw in Duncan, throw in Highsmith into the bench rotation. I don't know exactly how you do this. And I say you get rid of Depot and if yes, and possibly get rid of Kevin Love. Possibly. That, that, you see, you're stealing my take. 
because I was going to say completely remove Victor Oladipo. The three-point shooting, like, it's egregious at this point. The and the decision-making is worse, man. That's the problem. Well, yeah, but his decision to shoot as many threes as he shoots as his percent of total field goals, that's a problem in itself. No Depot, no Kevin Love. And truthfully, like even lately, Gabe has been really inconsistent as a shooter. I don't think they can get away with obviously not playing him. But for me, like I think they should play Duncan the rest of the season. Cody Zeller, like continue to give him an opportunity. Let's see what he can do. Maybe he'll stick for next season as a backup player. Caleb Martin, I agree that putting him in the starting lineup, he's finally back in his role. Like, can mm-hmm. we just let him sink into that role? But I, I I understand the pull. I feel like they must have promised Kevin Love that starting spot because I bet they don't change the starting lineup. Um, but I would say no Oladipo is as important as no Kevin Love if we're taking guys out of the rotation. Well, they have they have to give up on certain experiments at this stage. Um, the Oladipo experiment did not work this year. There were moments where we it looked like it would but he had two setbacks and every time he came back from the setbacks not only did he seem less explosive but again the decision making got worse it's almost like he just realized he couldn't explode anymore and so teams were leaving him open for the three and so he was making the decision to repeatedly take the three i mean he's averaging since the all-star break he's averaging almost five three three point attempts per game that he plays and there's just, I mean, when he's, again, when he's, he's, he's averaging five three-point attempts and three two-point attempts. That has to be reversed. It's just that can't happen. So I'm oh with you. Gosh. Um, I, I think that he, and, and Kevin Love needs to go also. I mean, you know, Barry had this thing today, and you know, although I love Barry, but Barry was talking about how, uh, on Twitter, about how this team hasn't reached expectations because of all the former all-stars they have. I'm sorry. We cannot look at Victor Oladipo, Kevin Love, and Kyle Lowry as former all-stars. At Hell no. As all-stars. I mean, nowhere, none of them are close to what they were at their all-star levels. They've got two guys who can still play at an all-star level and a third who can get there at times and hero. And that's, that's who they have. I mean, they, they, we can't talk about, I mean, that would be like saying someone said on Twitter, they'd be like signing Dwight Howard and saying, well, they got another former all-star on their roster. I mean, for, for that matter, bring Zoe back. Boogie, Mello. Yeah, just go all in right. with the former All-Stars. Right. So, I mean, <laughs> I mean, these are not – I mean, they're at this stage, they're shells of what they were. And the reality is, I don't know that Kevin Love's going to be in the league next year. Um, I don't know. If Oladipo didn't have the contract that he has with Miami with, with the, the player option, I don't know where he would be next year or certainly what, what price he would be at. And honestly – I mean, Kyle Lowry at this stage is a 15 to 20 minute a game player at six to $8 million in terms of what he's actually providing. It's just that the heat are paying close to 30 next year, or they would be if they hold on to him. So you can't look at it that way. Here's what I would say rotation wise. Okay. And then we'll get into more stuff on the other side of this. I'd start Highsmith, leave Martin where he's at. Um, It's similar to what Spolstra talks about with keeping the bench rotation intact. I think you found something there with Caleb going back to the bench. Caleb has been their fourth best player this year, and you can argue has been their second most consistent player, honestly. Um, so I, to me, wherever Caleb's comfortable and you're getting uh, the most out of it, you know, I think that's the way to go. Uh, I would start, uh, you know, I, I leave Gabe as a starter for now. Um 
you know, again, minutes determined, you know, Gabe versus Lowry based on who's going better. I, I would, I would, I would take love out of the rotation entirely. Zeller's your backup big. Uh, you bring in Caleb off the bench with Struess and Robinson. You try to stagger them as much as possible at Lowry. And, and you, and you, at least because here's my thing. Okay. If you're going to play guys who are weaker defensively, you better be getting something to improve your spacing on offense. You better be. So I, I, Love is not doing that. So at least Duncan, there's an opportunity to do that. And Struess, you kind of want to see if he has one of those nights like he had the other night, you know, before everything went bad, you know, in, in the, what was it? The, the I guess the, the Toronto game, right? Um, so I would play those two guys, not necessarily guarantee their minutes, but get Love out of the rotation and get Oladipo out of the rotation at this stage. Insert Highsmith into the rotation. That's the way that I would play it. I mean, that's it's. I, I don't think it makes them a contender. Love is a backup five, so they got to choose between him or Zeller. I think that's I the think other. Zeller. You know, I I do have to say, uh, Scoot looks like a really good lead guard. If they could end up, uh, you know, that the uh, basketball karma uh, rains down on the Heat for not being a tanking team, if they somehow slip into the lottery and then jump up into that top three, top four, whatever it is that you can jump up to. Anyway, I'm just speaking it into existence. That would be awesome for us, by the way. That would be uh, amazing yeah, that's for what us. Because right? I, I, yeah. Us as, then, as five on the floor. Not, just, not as like, could you imagine if they traded like the number two pick in the draft for Bradley Beal? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody would be so conflicted. Like, do we celebrate? Do we boo? We got a star, but you traded a future star. Yeah. Well, I mean, this 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 fan base still hasn't gotten over the loss of Bull Bull, who they never intended to actually keep, right? Or Marcus Thornton, or how many? Probably wouldn't have drafted him. Oh, Boyan, they drafted Boyan. Yeah. yeah, I mean, look, or I, 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 I'll say this: I'd rather have that happen than continue to do these deck tight deck chairs in the Titanic episodes like we've chosen tonight. All right, we're going to look ahead though to the Dallas game when we come back. I do want to mention uh, another sponsor here: the Five Reasons Sports Network. It's our friend Mark Brown. You can go to markbrownpa.com. That's markbrownpa.com. We mention all the time if you need an estate planner, you go to him. But also, he's a real estate attorney. He, he lives uh, well. He lives in this market. I was a huge Miami Heat fan. He's based over on Cypress Creek, just north of Andrews. And he can handle your entire real estate transaction. Anything that comes up, Mark can handle it. I can tell you he handled two of my closings for me. He also did my estate plan. I trust him completely, and you will too as soon as you work with him. And he'll, he'll go through all the details with you. He's very thorough about this kind of stuff. Again, he can handle your real estate transaction. He can act as a seller representative, uh, contract review, contract preparation. I'm reaching out to him on something that with him just this week. Uh, escrow disputes, breach of contract, bankruptcy, all of it. Mark Brown is the guy to go to. So go to Mark Brown. That's with a C. You can find his website there. He also uh, runs All Florida, uh, All Florida Title Company. MarkBrownPA.com, 954-566-5678. That's 954-566-5678. Again, that's markbrownpa.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. 
I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Miami Heat. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. All right, the Dallas Mavericks, we're recording this episode, just full disclosure, on Thursday night. Uh, I don't know, does Dallas play before they go to Miami? Do they have a game? They've been an utter disaster. When, I mean, when Kyrie Irving on, is I'm... calling you a cluster bleep, no, they do I'm... not. Okay, so they're going to come in here. They are in that scrum in the Western Conference that we thought they might move up as far as four, and they could slip all the way to 11 permanently. 11, 12, or 13 to be out of the that's, playoffs. You've seen that's the Pelicans make right a bit now. of a surge. Yeah, I mean, they're they're look, they just haven't been very good. I mean, since since Luca and and Irving were put together, there's this perception that you need to put Luca uh, with another ball handler there because it worked with Brunson, but it has not worked with Kyrie. They gutted their their role guys to make the trade because they traded Dorian Finney-Smith uh, and others. They don't seem to have any interior presence whatsoever. They they got Christian Wood in there. Jason Kidd doesn't like to play him. I follow a lot of Dallas fans who are frustrated with Kidd. Uh, we talk about the Heat being a disaster. The Heat are at least going to make the playoffs. I mean, a play-in. We don't know that Dallas is right now. And yet, I don't have any confidence, Alex, in Miami to beat this team because Luca or Kyrie could go for 40, and the Heat just can't compete with that kind of firepower. And somebody we've never heard of is going to torch them. So how do they approach this game? Yeah, for sure. I'm I'm with you. And as Leif mentions in the chat, the Mavericks are three and seven in their last ten games. So, you know, and yeah, like they haven't been fully healthy for all of it. But I I don't have the record in front of me. But somebody actually was was talking about it today. Um, their record, even with the both of them playing, it's still bad. Like they just have not figured things out. Like you said, they're just kind of very soft on defense. The offense is not exactly uh, what they wanted it to be. I think consistently, it's they're kind of a mess right now in, in similar ways to the heat, except not so similar at the same time, because you know what you can get from Luca and Kyrie as consistent scores. And I feel like, you know, maybe we could have said that before about Jimmy Bam and Tyler, but as of late, that hasn't necessarily been the case. And yeah, you know, you gotta be fair. 
to Jimmy last night, had a very, very bad game for his standards, was obviously coming back from some neck soreness. So hopefully, you know, it's just that. And maybe that's why he wasn't so physical. His neck was just a little stiff and he comes back feeling fine. And it's, it's not a, a thing that, that holds over. But it, I, it's this is an extremely, extremely important game for the Mavericks. Like they're a full game behind the play-in and a, a full game is not a lot but it's a lot when you there's only like five games left in the season you also need the thunder whoever it is that's right above them to lose in that same period so i think they're going to come out full force sense of urgency the mavericks are because i, I it's it's a must win for them and even if you know you can kind of say that for the heat like you said they're going to be in the plane regardless they're most likely still going to remain the seventh seed um you know knock on wood because it's not possible i think for them to go lower um but man, I think you gotta come out if you're the Heat and not mess around. It's I, I don't know, like it's hard to say more than that because Luca and Kyrie can just do so much to you, so much damage to you so quickly. And even with that defense being soft, you know things are not gonna be easy for the Heat on the offensive end ever. Um, <laughs> so yeah, like I, I think it's gonna be a really tough matchup, even if the Mavs have been a mess. Let- I want to see the Heat come out defense first. I want to see them get back to their identity and sustain that. It's just it, it feels it feels very hopeful and naive of me to say that at this point. It's crazy though, because like they actually are the one team that lately it's gone worse for them than it's gone for Miami. I mean, I'm looking at this quote from the other night. Do you know Kyrie Irving called it a cluster yeah. bleep? Yeah. Like in, in the that like essentially like that's what it's felt like because he had to go to a new environment and he's like talking about things like um, the big question is like, what does our future look like? Why did this team trade for me? He's asking very existential questions in the midst of them trying to make the playoffs. (laughs) It's just like a, like if there's any, you get to doing that. Once you drop two back-to-back important games versus the Charlotte Hornets. Why is the universe working against us? That's that's so uh, that's where we're at with Kyrie. This is what Heat fans wanted, by the way. Although I guess he would have helped the offense, but I but I mean this is this is where they're at. They're behind OKC. I mean, can we put that into some perspective? OKC literally, I mean, went into this year. First thing, they lost their first round pick right before the year started, and and they are they are playing for lottery balls. Like they are absolute. I mean, as I mean, Shea has been unbelievable. And Giddy has, has really come on this year, but they are they are playing with all these draft picks. Like they have no intention of trying to win this year, and they're ahead of Dallas. And yet, I'll ask this question because we talk about lineup changes, and that's how we started all this tonight. And we thank our sponsors, MarkBrownPA.com, uh, Prize Picks, and Better Edge. Is who the hell is going to guard Luca, Jimmy? This is another reason why you got to start Haywood Highsmith. Like, if you're going to make a change, make a change now and put another defender in the starting lineup, right? Like, how are you going to guard Ky- – I mean, okay, Gabe will guard Kyrie, right? Like, provided he starts. If Caleb, if Caleb started, he would guard Kyrie. But otherwise, who is going to guard Luca, Jimmy? I, I, I'll, I'll keep repeating. It doesn't matter because they're going to send two every time that he inevitably evolves love and in an action. So it's never going to be one guy on Jimmy or Kyrie because they're just going to send two every time. Well, what do you know? Another situation where they're missing P.J. Tucker. Oh, that's a good way to end. I'm sorry, you can't you can't start Kevin Love on Saturday. And yet <laughs> and yet they will. They this will. is reaching Bibiesque proportions. Not it quite. Is. Not yet. I mean it's the stakes the just same. aren't nearly yeah. as high. He's four for thirty-three on open threes. This reminds me of when they signed Bibby 
And Mike Bibby's first presser that he had with us or on the side of practice where he said, I'm a little worried about how many open shots I'm going to get playing with Dwayne and LeBron and got Chris standing out because I don't out. like making, I don't like taking so many open shots. Kevin Love is four for 33 on open threes. Alex, you would make more than four for 33. Now I'm not going to say myself. I'm not going to say myself. For, I, I we're going to have, we're going to have the Kevin Love challenge. <laughs> We're going to push you out there and you got to make more than four for 33 completely open. We'll steal a ball after practice. It's got to be on the, on the actual arena. And that's just me trying to sneak uh, some, some shooting on the, on the heat court. Of course, look, man, it's different because obviously it's not an NBA game, but I promise you, I can shoot. I can make four out of 33 threes on a wide open NBA court. Just me there. You know, that doesn't, of course. That <laughs> I'm, I'm not ten. making the same claim for myself, but we are clipping this. That's okay. so we're going to go this, Alex. I can make more than four for three. Guaranteed, guaranteed. And I'm on the injury report. I can guarantee I'll still make four. But look, man, it's it's not in the course of an NBA game. I'm not going to act like it's the same thing. It's obviously not. I, I I don't know what else to say about Kevin Love, man. Like he 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 looks worse than you thought he'd look. You know, the advanced stats will tell you he hasn't been as negative. Um, as he was for Cleveland this season. Like, he's, it hasn't been quite as bad. So maybe there's some upside and just like, hey, he starts hitting some shots, all lineups don't look quite as bad. And you could just shorten the stints and, you know, make him feel good about his standing or whatever. If you really promise in that starting lineup, you just shorten that stint. Instead of him playing the first six or seven minutes, he plays the first three minutes, you know, three, three or four minutes at most. But other than that, like, I, I really do think he's best served as a backup five for Jimmy to have a spaced out lineup. And that has really shown itself in, in those lineups, offensive rating. So if they're not going to go to that and it's just Zeller, I don't know where, I, I don't know where he fits. And that's why I was kind of talking before, as far as the, the high Smith and Duncan stuff, I think it's kind of a, they're pretty good replacements for the guys coming out because, you know, you're replacing Kevin loves uh, shooting and spacing for Duncan and his uh, movement shooting, which is probably going to be better served in an offense that badly needs the movement and badly needs the shooting. Um, and also, he's on a long-term contract, whereas Kevin Love isn't, so you you need him to shoot well. Then, you know, what you lose in Depot's defense, which he's still pretty good at, despite the, the decline with all the setbacks, you know, you get in Highsmith, and you you need his size more than than what you need from, from Depot as far as, like, the type of build you need out there. I think Highsmith to guard the extra wing, to keep Jimmy off the best player, so just to have a, a guy to take pressure off Bam and just not have to cover up every single action on the floor, I think it just makes a lot of sense. And I think Spo likes Highsmith. So, you know, you get the offense-defense guys. And I really have turned into everything I hated. And I mentioned this on last night's pod as far as, like, becoming the guy who <laughs> who clamors for all the guys who are not currently in the rotation to come in the rotation and fix everything because they're not going to fix everything. But I think at this point you got to try these things and and see what works because the playoffs are almost here. Well, Yurt thinks he can fix everything. I promise you. Well, I left him off for a reason. I'm just saying, I mean, it, the article was it with Ira's article today, I think, where we never got to see the two big lineup. I and mean, we saw it for one preseason game. Oh, thank you, Spo. Just stop. It it, 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 it kind of felt like it kind of felt like Spo lost a bet when he went to it because you you know that couldn't have been his idea. Like that you know, you know, that's one of those like Pat's passing a note, you know, like try try this. All try right, this. Pat, I'll give it a shot. Try, 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 try this. Two bigs, two bigs, and why not? Let's bring, let's bring Charles Oakley out of retirement to play the three. Um, yeah, I mean that that's kind of where this was headed. Anyway, we hope we've solved the Heat's problems. We know we haven't. 
but again, we'll be at the game on Saturday. Also, uh, we'll do a full playback. And of course, Canes and FAU, uh, we're running uh, tournaments on Better Edge all week. Um, would that be something if the Heat missed the playoffs and the Canes and FAU are in the NCAA final? I hate Go this timeline. Go Canes. <laughs> Have a good night, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network.